there, it's Amy. Welcome to ChirpCast, encouragement with heart, humor, and a little sarcasm. I'm going to go ahead and get the commercial part out of the way first before we get into this. And I just want to say thank you so much for listening. It has been one year since I started ChirpCast. And again, I've said this before, but I'm super humbled that you would spend a little bit of time with me listening to my ramblings of the Bible and just basically my life lessons that God kind of drops in front of me sometimes because let's be honest, I'm a little bit thick-headed and I have to have object lessons. So he shows me some pretty cool stuff and I just want to encourage you and share it with you. If you enjoy ChirpCast, please like, share, and feel free to follow me at ChirpCastAmy on Instagram. I'd love to connect with you. So I'm going to go ahead and jump right into this today. It's been said that it's not what you know, it's who you know. And I'll be honest, I have struggled with this phrase all last week. Like, seriously, every day last week. I would even wake up with this phrase on repeat in my brain. And I started thinking about it, and I have actually been on the receiving end of this phrase in the past in my career. A job that I had zero experience in, I applied for, and because I knew someone in upper management, I got hired. Now, I will say that I had to work my butt off after I got hired because I had to learn a whole lot of different responsibilities, and it took me a few years to get it all right. However, had I not known the connection that I had, I most likely would not have gotten this job on skills alone. It was pretty much all about who I knew. Now, in the Christian world, it's honestly not much different. The Pharisees or religious leaders of Jesus's day, they thought they had it all buttoned up with their list of laws and customs. They followed the rules to the letter. I mean, talk about people who crossed their T's and dotted their I's. There was absolutely no wiggle room here. These guys, they despised Jesus. They hated him because they were used to being top dog. After all, weren't they the most righteous and holy because they followed all the rules? But Jesus several times rebuked them very publicly. In fact, if you read Matthew chapter 22, at one point after they had gathered around Jesus to try to trap him by his words, and they wanted to question him a little bit. I mean, seriously, they wanted a battle of wits with the Son of God. Well, okay, you asked for it. So Matthew twenty two twenty two basically says they were caught off guard and they left him and went away. Not surprisingly, though, they eventually came back with more questions. It was like they were bringing a knife to a gunfight. They still didn't get it. This happens over and over during Jesus's ministry. They thought they knew everything because after all, they were the Bible answer men of their time. Have you heard of the clout score? as in K-L-O-U-T. It's basically the number that measures your online influence. I just learned this myself, and I'm guessing mine is probably lower than the electric bill on an abandoned house. But these guys really must have thought they were going to get over on Jesus with their good looks and their clout score. But clearly, just knowing the rules and customs was not enough. They had face-to-face time with the Messiah, and they didn't even recognize him. Because they were so hung up on the, hey, look how smart we are. You know, except for every time they had an encounter with Jesus and they left with their tails tucked between their legs. So if life is all about who you know, this begs the question, who do you know? Now, we all know someone who is a name dropper. This makes me laugh because I'm not really like this or 
Maybe I just haven't met anyone famous enough to brag about. Hmm. Unless you count the many concerts I've been to and taken selfies with the band or singer. But usually when we brag about knowing someone, it's because we look up to them in some way. Uh, Dare I say we idolize them in some fashion? Honestly, if I knew a serial killer, I would not be telling anyone. Not a soul. Why? Because I wouldn't want to be associated with this person. In Jesus' day, those who had an encounter with him and they allowed access to their hearts, they were excited to tell others about him and what he had done for them. And you can't tell me that the guy who was blind and then had a few moments with the Messiah and was healed didn't want to tell every single person he saw. (laughs) You see what I did there? He wanted to tell everyone about Jesus. When talking about Jesus, it's all about who he is. My massive amounts of wisdom pales in comparison to him. Just kidding. I do not have massive amounts of wisdom. (laughs) I got life experience. I have that going for me. But I'm not saying don't be educated in life, in your field of work, um, on social issues. But for goodness sakes, don't think that you're going to get closer to the Father by how many Bible questions you get correct on Jeopardy. I love 1 Corinthians 8. Uh, Actually, it's the second half in the message translation. It says, Sometimes our humble hearts can help us more than our proud minds. We never really know enough until we recognize that God alone knows it all. I am seriously glad that I don't have to have all the answers. Uh, Yesterday, I was joking with my dad that when I was in school, um, the math method that I always used was guess and check. Uh, Suffice it to say that I was... And am still not a math whiz. (laughs) No academic decathlons for this girl. But give me a paper to write and I'd ace it most times than not. But my knowledge is found in that I knew who to go to for math. See, my boyfriend, who is now my husband, was very proficient in math. Super smarty pants. Anything with numbers and he would figure it out. I knew this, and I had to take a math class my junior year of high school, and he was a year ahead of me, so he was a senior, and he didn't need to take any extra classes, but because I was so cute and he loved me, he offered to take chemistry with me, which, oddly enough, counted as a math class, and I was thrilled because I knew as long as that he was with me, I'd pass. This is my life approach with God. I can't possibly wing my way through life. Well, I mean, I guess I could, but I've tried to do things on my own, and let me tell you, it wasn't always pretty. The story of Job is one that I think highlights pretty much who God is, even more so than the tragedy that befalls Job. Job has lost everything except for his wife, um, and she's not exactly a winner, so maybe he lost there too. (laughs) But God is silent for quite some time as Job and his so-called friends chat. Um, Job just really wants a one-on-one with the Almighty, and he finally gets it. God begins to answer Job, but with a series of questions to rival any cross-examination. The first question in Job 38 should really be enough because God asked Job in verse 4, Where were you when I laid the foundation of the earth? Tell me if you have understanding. Uh, okay, I think I'm all good now. Thanks, God. But God continues like this for another 17 verses. Pretty much you can say Job was severely put in his place. 
God has a reason for every single thing that went on in Job's life. He knows the whys. Maybe you're like me right now asking God to just give me the answers to the whys. I have joked about this my whole life. I am a why girl. I ask the questions. We're doing something. Why are we doing it? Are we doing this? Why are we doing that? I want to know why. But I also do this with God. I ask God so many times, just give me a clear answer. Like you can send me a text. You can send me an email. I'll take smoke signals. Seriously, any way you want to communicate with me. Because I know that his ways are so much higher than mine. He has all of the answers, and if he chooses not to share them with me, I need to be okay with just knowing who he is, that he has good planned for my life and for yours, that he is faithful, just, he is our strength, our provider, our rest, and he has a plan for us. This week, I really hope and pray that you remember that it matters more who you know rather than what you know. Thanks for listening today. I hope you have an awesome week and I'll catch you next time.